2: Live from
3: the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Group in Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St.
2: Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim
5: McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. seven in St. Louis, Service Day of the Morning After. It's presented to you by Brown and croupin welcome friends to the program timothy michael mccernan douglas elvin vaughn jackson is in the studio today doug ken strode is ill Plowhawk is here in kg and o-town and you were saying he's like a soldier at the border standing guard anytime we need he's like a sentry always ready and in
2: in need and here we are finding ourselves in need again you know what does he stands on business bro
5: (laughs) oh wow
2: he stands on business, brah. Well executed, Doug. Mm, thank you. Well, it'd be great to have him in. Be nice to have him in. Sorry that Iggy's under the weather. It's that time of year with a flu bug, cold bug going around. Everybody seems to get a little bit of it. I had it over the weekend. Last weekend was
5: home. Were you the vomit comet?
2: No, no, I didn't vomit. Just felt
5: bad. Didn't go anywhere all weekend.
2: A lot of it going around. So I'm sure he'll shake it off and. In the meantime, the sentry will come in and stand guard.
5: That's right. Uh, KG and O'Town uh, standing guard from the Fox Sekman C6 Studios. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I texted him. Iggy texted around six fifteen range. And I texted KG and O'Town. He said, "I'll be in." I said, oh, look at you. So he Fox. will be in here. Fox C6. C-
2: I'm in the Kirkwood R7 stool. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Good morning. Thanks. That's from Brian Henson. All right. Hello, uh, uh, Let's see. Tim, when will the translucent one educate himself on the doggies? Got a match coming up. City just left for Florida on training, for training. In a bunch of off-season moves. Come on, Jackson. That's from the Veiled Prophet. Yeah,
2: it's really on Jackson. They lost one of their best players yesterday.
4: Did I say something about the dogs? I don't recall yeah, he it. You didn't say anything. It's I'm just wearing why, a dog's hat.
2: This is why everyone's so mad. Right. So my, you just let it slide.
4: My silence is deafening? I, I think so. Okay.
2: They uh, lost a uh, the guy who's going back to Italy. One of the best strikers. FIFA, FIFA.
4: Giochini? Yeah. Okay. He's, He's a good player. Yeah. And are there guys who kick with both legs? Yes. <laughs> All of them. Francesco's not educating himself. Why am I getting none? Why no. am I under the gun here? It's
5: right. interesting that his lack of knowledge on the MLS led him to only make about $5 million a year. <laughs> yeah, that was a big blind spot for
2: him. Yeah, And here we are, full of knowledge for the beautiful game. <laughs> and, yet, and we live in squalor.
5: <laughs> it's not fair.
2: Uh,
5: that was my bad. It was supposed to be for Balloon Party. Oh, oh. It was an early release <laughs> from the Mailed profit.
4: Well, that was what you're saying you're my bad for, not the fact that you're Mm -hmm. coming after me for no reason? They just thought you glossed over losing this player,
2: and it hurts the city, and you didn't seem to care. That's what I got from it.
4: When the season first started last year, I thought his full name was, his first name was Joe, and then his last name was Akini. Yeah. But that's just his whole last name.
5: I guess when you're in Ladue, you live in a bubble. Yep, that's exactly right. Good for you for saying it. Yeah. Uh, I loved y'all basically doing a second full TMA and then some yesterday, Mr. Tim and Pringle. That made my drive to an assignment much more enjoyable. It's from Brian Henschen. Doug, yesterday, Jackson and I did uh, this amazing program, Balloon Party, an amazing program. I had a sound story at 1130. And then Jackson and I, because we weren't able to do a full QFT on Friday, but we did one to keep the streak alive. But Jackson was heading down I-55 to watch the Grizzlies. And was it the Clip Show and the Grizzlies and then the Nick Show? Yep. On uh, Friday and Saturday. Huh. And then Monday we were off for the holiday. Tuesday I had a doctor's appointment, so I couldn't do a full. I said, let's pack let's pack one in here real nice like on Wednesday. Let's give the people something special because we haven't done one in six days. Yeah. And we went, and by we, Jackson was along for the ride, went two hours and 56 minutes. Yep. Oh, my. So I didn't leave here until
2: 4:30. What did you talk about for two? Hours I have, and the thing is, minutes? if
5: you said name five things you talked about, I don't know if I could remember them. But I believe mm-hmm. the title of the episode is "Guys Get in the Scissor Position." Yeah. Oh, was it's, this about your doctor's appointment? <laughs> no, this was about a conversation I had with my wife, uh, Janie, the lesbian, Ariana Marie, and uh, Plowhawk. His name is Jack of Spades. Is that correct? Should be.
0: I don't know if that's actually the name. I didn't think he liked when I called
5: him that year. Uh, At uh, Billy G's in Kirkwood. Was that December of 2016? I don't know the the years, Tim. Uh, And I was all uh, intrigued by Ariana Marie's feelings on tripping. And she goes, oh, when the director tells us, guys, get in the scissor position, we both roll our eyes and just like, this sucks. I hope we don't get hurt again. Because it's so uncomfortable, it doesn't feel good, and they do it simply for heterosexual males who have no idea what lesbian sex is like. And I'm like, wow, yeah. that that really hit close to home. Yeah,
4: so that's had, one of the five things coming, we talked though. about. I did. Yeah, Doug, does that remind you of like having to do a live shot outside of spring training?
2: Not, not that similar. No, I don't think I ever did a live shot on that particular subject. <laughs> I'll go back and check the files, <laughs> yeah.
4: but I don't, I don't recall one. Maybe in the Miami days. Well, if it happened anywhere, that would have been where it would have been. Yeah, it was before the heat. Got to fill some up in the winter. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
4: We didn't have much, much winter down there.
5: Doug, you'll like this post in the uh, YouTube chat, youtubecom Uh Pretty inspiring how Tim basically did seven and a half hours of radio. That's like all of us doing fifteen hours at our job. That's from Ryan oh, S. I don't. Know and you wanted to give him an award? I don't. Well, Jackson did it too. Yeah, I was, was going to say, I was like. <laughs> Jackson was there every step of the way. I guess not for, the sound, not for the sound story. And then Moon does a sound story yesterday. And it started off, he, he emailed, like, well, I guess he saw you here at Plowhawk early in the morning, right?
0: Yeah, it was about 6.30, I think. something like that.
5: And so, for those who have uh, not booked a sound story, um, the way that it works is once you book it uh, and you schedule the date and whoever it is that you want to host it, you get a, I don't know, it's like a maybe 10-question questionnaire, if that. It's very simple, but it helps the interviewer know what direction you would like the interview to go and then also some sort of hmm. just uh, basic knowledge and if there's anything in particular you want to talk about. So in this case, and you've had this happen a few times, Doug, where the person you're interviewing or their son, daughter didn't fill out that form, and so you're kind of flying blind. Yeah. And in this case, Moon's guest yesterday didn't fill it out, and so I uh, said to Peter Rep. So, yeah, this happens every once in a while If you could just have some kind of reminder email Because we have these reminder emails to send out Anyway, neither here nor there So Moon didn't know who he was necessarily interviewing And in any the backstory And then it turns out they had some kind of connection um, And he, I get done with mine Which started a half hour later than his And he was still going And I think he went an hour and 50 minutes Oh, really? In his sound story, which is I believe, is that a
4: record? Certainly Is of that a new report? Of I've done yeah, anything yeah. I've produced or been involved with, I've, we never went an hour and fifty. They usually go about an hour. Yeah, an hour. Yeah. T- that's what I tell people. Yeah. It'll
5: fly by. That's what I always tell my mm-hmm. guests. Yeah, it'll it does. fly, and it does mm-hmm. fly by. Oh. So, uh, so then Jackson and I settled in, and if you would have told me we'll go about an hour and a half, I go, yeah, that's probably pretty aggressive, but three hours? Three hours discussing? Y- you don't? I don't remember. even know.
4: No. <laughs> we we had it wrapped up around an hour and twenty. And then, like, Tim was about to close it down, I asked, how many cups of coffee do you drink a day? And then after that, it just took off.
5: You okay. can see how that leads to well, another 90 yeah. minutes. Yeah. It's a wonderful
4: topic. you got to go
0: in-depth with that.
4: Because the answer can't be two or three. Well, right. it's messed it up. It requires a couple of hours. Right, That's correct. We might have spent, like, three minutes on that, and then for whatever, we just kept talking. Like, we just, mm-hmm. just never stopped. <laughs> it was nice. Well, Hello, uh, St.
3: Louis. You are listening to a very special edition of a one-week trial run of a show... That may or may not continue after this week, depending on the quality of the show, depending on the sleep habits of the host, and depending on the interest level of advertising for sponsoring
5: it. Well, it's true. Yeah, I mean, nothing nothing could be more direct. Mm -hmm. Uh, similar to marathon runners putting 26.2 stickers on their car. Let's get some TMA stickers representing Tim's hours spent broadcasting in, Doug, is it homage or homage?
2: I usually say homage.
5: To Tim's greatness. That's from Eric and Hees in the Central West End, and you played Native American ball I played Indian ball with his dad. I'm only 45 minutes into listening to yesterday's QFTA. Daddy needs some good listening material. You like that instead of material? No material. Like I don't like <laughs> it. I
4: kind of do. For
5: on the way home. P.S. Iggy playing golf rivals on full sound is peak Iggy. No <laughs> self-awareness whatsoever. Perfect. Okay, there's a second thing we talked about. Yeah. I guess on the way. I wonder how we got on that topic on the way home. For, oh, sky pigging. We we're
4: talking sky pigging.
5: Uh, on the way home from Jamaica, I didn't realize this, Doug. We were all on the same flight. Mm. hawk you were probably sitting with Madison. I was sitting with Anna Marie, but Jackson was lucky enough to be sitting next to Iggy, and Iggy, as it turns out, was playing Golf Rivals not with headphones or AirPods in, but on full volume in the midst of the entire <laughs> plane. So not surprising. surprising. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That was a jinx. Yeah. We were aisle to aisle, so I was on one aisle, aisle, and then he was on the other aisle, mm-hmm. and there he was, just. Legs crossed, no golf, shoes
5: on either. Doug, golf, oh, well, barefoot.
4: Was, well, no, no, he, we were, we were cutting it close uh, in terms of getting to the flight, and I guess he ran from TSA to the actual plane, shoeless. It's kind of like a protest. It kind of felt like, because was it take thirty seconds to put your shoes on? If that,
0: and you could see in his face, like he contemplated missing the flight for a cigarette.
4: <laughs> like... yeah. yeah, he didn't get a dart in between. Yeah, he was a little curious. KG and KG, KG, well, you know, O Town Doug here. has just made his presence known. Right. Yeah, the century,
5: Hello, KG. Good. KG, you know, you know how he could really get a gold star. Gold star for Kurt would be Diora Baird, and I know he's efforting it but I don't know if it's if he's starting to feel like he might need to concede that it's not going to happen. KG no town do you have your headphones on and mic on the whole thing? Yeah, we're live back here. Uh, <laughs> Fox Seckman, C6 Studios, uh, Diora Baird update.
1: I'm not going to lie to the audience, it's not going well. What oh. is the
5: problem? Because Doug's getting a little pissed. Well, I'm not, I don't care.
1: <laughs> well, the number that I have has bared no fruit, so the number was a dead end. Wow. Worthless. And then uh, I've followed up via some, uh, some direct messages, which have also gone unanswered. But alas, he pervade, or he persists.
4: You like that third person right there? No, I didn't think that was necessary. I can't imagine she's getting many requests for radio interviews or really any inquiries about her OnlyFans life. Maybe I'm
1: wrong. Don't I would most, agree with that. I told her we wanted to talk about Cobra Kai.
4: Nice. <laughs>
2: don't most of these porn stars Legend make themselves Horse. pretty easily available?
1: Tell Reese that.
2: Don't they put up a contact information or something? They so have like, agents you actually. Pay them or?
4: They have agents. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think they would like publicly post any contact info because that would just be full with pictures of gentlemen's love. No.
5: Oh. Mm. How great would it be to open up your DMs and see a nice, limp ween?
2: Well, we've seen that on the text line a few times. Mark McGuire's. Yeah. There's
4: like a cottage. Probably on its way in right now. Yeah, I would imagine. I think yes. the rating system is a pretty big cottage industry. Nielsen. <laughs> that and, you know, guys sending in pictures of their love. But oh, look, there's Mark McGuire's penis. And <laughs> and people no, rating no, them, And I think well, some of them like it when you, like, give them a bad rating. That's correct.
5: Really? Not I think Lisa told us that, or maybe Caden told us that, that uh, the, the kink there, and we don't kink shame, as you know, <laughs> is you want to be told you have a small ween. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> How again. sad is your life when that's your goal? Now and and I want to make it clear, you pay like $25 to get that.
3: Just that's get a, a cuck.
4: Couldn't we provide that service? That's for what I'm saying. Gentlemen? That's what I'm saying. Is that a knock on the door? No. Is that you I was, I was, I was I like Bill Clinton's yeah. speech. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm feeling very demonstrative today. Yeah, I, I don't see why we don't. We, we need to start selling foot pics and rating love. Yeah. All right. I guess we can do that. Sell so our us. own foot picks or someone else's feet? Yeah, preferably ours. probably easier. But yeah. Yours, specifically, Doug.
0: I'm telling you, the soiled underwear game. <laughs>
4: oh. Another one, too. A small a market,
0: but that market yields a bunch of sads with a ton of money. <laughs> really? Now, why oh, would sads yeah. have a lot of money? I don't know. I, I can't correlate. You know, I can't decide what exactly. Brave. Are these
2: people from faraway lands in a different culture and a different uh, set of... Beliefs, maybe?
0: not all of them. No, well, I, I just mean, know the panty game is wrong.
4: Yeah. yeah, like uh, Paul GMI's character in Billions, Chuck Rhodes. And what was his kink? Uh, very big into, BDSM. yeah, big into BDSM, and he was like, what the DA? You know, he was like a very successful attorney. It's a TV show, Jackson. Right, but I'm just saying that anybody can have have that kink. Like, I don't think your kink or fetish interest correlates to your success in the professional realm. I don't know I don't know I think there's probably some very successful people Who like buying soiled underwear Uh, I don't know about that I
2: don't know I think most very successful people have Probably limited number of time To collect soiled
4: (laughs) underwear (laughs) You gotta be efficient Don't get me wrong You can't spend all day on it But you know Everyone has some leisure time It seems like a thing for the sads though
5: I feel like we're getting a little close to kink shaming
2: (laughs) Well I kink shame all the time
5: uh, Nate in Tallahassee uh, says the following, and I had never uh, heard this theory before. Maybe it's not a theory. Maybe it's an actual proof. Uh, Sads have a lot of money because they're fat, ugly, work in tech, and have no women to spend their money on. Doug, that's from Nathan Tallahassee. They're
2: fat, they're ugly, and they have no time, no women to spend their money on. Well, that's yeah. Correct. If you're in tech, you're probably
4: making a lot of money. Yeah. And so... You know, if you've been your entire life, you know, working on software, you're probably not outside much.
2: Speaking of fat, I saw a video today of <laughs> President John Kennedy in a speech saying there is nothing more horrible than seeing fat, chubby children. No
5: and way. I, and I thought, man, you sure this hits... wasn't like an A.I. No, it
2: was him because it's when he started the President's Council on Physical Fitness, Fitness. yeah. That, that was his launching speech. Well,
5: if Twitter were around, I would have had my burners active on him oh, to try God, to get him yeah. removed from office for that.
2: Mm-hmm. That was
0: disrespectful.
5: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> here we, yeah, here we, now we're into the 21st <laughs> century. They had videos of all the... High school kids were required to do at least, I think, 16 push-ups was the minimum you could do. I remember
5: that. We had that at St. Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What was that called?
0: The President's Council on president, Physical It was like the President's fitness, fitness Test. If, you yeah. to get the yeah.
2: Pacer. We had to take it Yeah, my day. We didn't have the sit rope
0: climbing. You gotta, we used to get a little badge if you passed. I didn't like the box to where you put your feet on the box and, sit and reach. like reach. Yeah, you know? sit and reach. I didn't have like the, uh, yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't good at that. Yeah,
2: well, not everybody's expected right. to do everything. What you are expected to do is something. Get out and get yourself as physically fit as you can. It's because it's good for your mind as well. But I just thought that that would have been totally, totally politically incorrect in this that's day and awesome. age for a president to say. Certainly, say, horrible like and
5: fat, chubby children. Right. That. Hey, you KG, note Can you find that by chance?
4: The Kennedy
5: clip. Yeah.
1: I'll I'll effort it. I would love to okay. hear it. All right, I'm on it.
4: Because I think the statement itself probably wouldn't fly as much, but the actual act of like saying we need to get more physically fit, you I, I say think that. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. like Michelle Obama made the school lunch thing way like when I was in high school, school lunch got way different from when I started high school to when I ended yeah, high school. Yeah, they got rid of the vending machines. Vending machines, a lot of the saturated fats out. Yeah, school it wasn't tasty, I can
1: tell you that much. But yeah. it was much better for you.
5: KG in town did you just reschedule a sound story?
1: Not that I'm aware of. I was supposed to have one this afternoon at 3. Yes, it still is. So if anything's changed, I wasn't aware of no, that. No, no.
5: I, I, I just was hoping that because you came in as our sentry, is that what you call century? it? Sentry. Yeah. That you didn't reschedule because of that.
1: No, of course not. No,
5: no. I, mean, I'm, 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 I, just, I, just, I just got the email from uh, our little
1: system. I got the system. Kennedy quip. Oh, you got
0: it? I just found it on Twitter. All right. All right, here we go. We'll the There's nothing, I
2: think, more unfortunate than to have a soft chubby,
5: fat-looking children.
2: I hope that all of you will join and everybody in the United States to make sure that our children participate fully in a vigorous and adventurous life
5: which is possible for them in this very rich country of ours. He
2: yeah. didn't say horrible, he said unfortunate.
5: Why did he put that haunting music behind it? <laughs>
0: well, I mean, someone I mean, else well, did that. I got it on Twitter, did get to queue it up. But... I think like Pierre
5: Salinger did that. J.D. Salinger. Oh, catching the ride. Yeah. yeah. Holding coffee. Well, Pierre was in his cabinet or something. Uh, Darnell Coles was. I know mm. that.
2: Henry Cabot Lodge might have had a hand in that.
5: <laughs> uh, the Walrus King says that chubby speech is what got him assassinated. He said, it oh, it dude, Chad, have you ever seen that? No.
2: At the time, everyone said, Well, sure, you're absolutely right. <laughs> not today. We'd say, What? Our kids need to be fatter. Have another taco, Henry. That's yeah, cool. Henry's
5: a fat
4: kid. And I call him mm. Hank.
5: I I like watching the president's TMA council on eating at TMA live events. It's an elite showmanship on being fat. That's from Eric, and he's in the Central West End. I don't know what makes him think that. This is all about government control. When you keep the population fat and sickly, they're easier to control. Conspiracy with the government, big food, and big pharma. That's from Zach's wife, Gummy Doug.
2: I don't know that it's a conspiracy, it's something that just happened. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that kind of ends the conversation. Yeah, yeah.
2: Food companies wanted to sell their product and they make it tastier with lots of sugar. Right.
4: Cheaper with advertise th- it. GMOs, yeah. You know,
2: fast food restaurants on every corner.
1: Yeah.
5: But how come kids all over the world are so fat? And not just in the United well, States. Well,
2: they're they're not. <laughs> they're not. I think we're by far the most well, there are some other countries.
4: Like Samoa, they, yeah. they really struggled. We, we did overweight. this, yeah, last week. And <laughs> yeah. all the countries that were ahead of us were like small island mm-hmm. countries.
5: Uh, Glove blogger Tom Traven monitors this program and says that clip hits hopes. Uh, that clip hits close to home for this Tier Three city. That's from Glove <laughs> blogger Tom Traven. Uh, I,
2: I know there are some. I think there are some high schools. They they barely have PE anymore. They do very little.
4: Really? I did every semester.
2: I, I I'm not sure kids change into. In the sweat clothes anymore or or gym clothes anymore and run vigorously and take showers.
0: I did that all the way through school. We didn't do the showers.
2: Definitely didn't
4: do showers.
0: We had the option of P.E. or physical training. So most of the athletes did physical training because it was just weightlifting pretty much. Just weightlifting regiments. You had like the strength and conditioning teacher there. So you had to be active. Now in P.E. you can stand in the corner and do nothing. Certainly that's an option. Well, you shouldn't let kids do
2: nothing. You don't let them do nothing in any other classes. When the weather's nice, they should all be, at the very least, going around the track, walking, jogging, running, whatever they can do. And when the weather's not nice, you can do things indoors, work up a sweat.
5: Uh, Eric in the Central West End agrees with Zach's wife, Gummy, on the theory. And he says Zach's wife, Gummy, is 100% accurate. So there it is. What was the theory again? The theory from Zach's wife, Gummy, was the following. This is all about government control. When you keep the population fat and sickly, they're easier to control. Conspiracy with government, big food, and big pharma. That's from Zach's wife, Gummy. Uh, And Jackson, you and Eric in the Central West End are usually in lockstep, so I gather that you agree.
4: Uh, Yeah. Yep. He's, uh, yeah. Whenever I... I look I for anything. You do I agree out. with that? I go right to Eric in the Central West. I, I
2: think that's what's happened, but I don't think they had a conference at one point in the 60s and said, you know, enough of these people that are all physically fit. Let's get our kids chubby so we can control them. I don't think that
5: happened. Mr. Lick says, I've been preaching this for years. Like I said, not all women should wear a lululemon, but all should strive to. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> well, you know,
5: he's saying that all should strive to get in shape. I kid you not, my 14-year-old has a walking class. That's from Mayor Don. Yeah, God, slow Sounds down. like he's a freshman slow at uh, Christian Brothers College. <laughs>
2: I was told at my age walking isn't enough to get in shape. I told my doctor once, yeah, I'm walking two or three miles a day. He says, that's not enough. He says, you got to get your heart rate up. Yeah. you got to do vigorous exercise, not just walking.
5: 5Ks were invented for the Fats to feel like they accomplished something
4: athletic. That's in the Hunchback 1K. Is that true?
2: They announced it. Gonna... I don't think so. by the Ks stickers still not keeping easy? people yeah.
4: skinny? Is that what it is? Three miles. That's not easy. If you're running three miles every day, that's,
2: yeah, good. that's good. Yeah, that's good. Pr- not a lot of people doing 5Ks that are in horrible shape. No. I mean, if you're doing it, cons- like if you're not just, like, walking it. You do see people running marathons that you think... Maybe you do need to stop at McDonald's and get yourself a
4: cheeseburger. <laughs> Distance runners, for sure. But
2: yeah. those are the people, most of them, that will live to be 100 years old.
5: Yeah, 100%. Uh, today is uh, Mungana's Daily Fantasy Sports uh, Showdown Day. Doug, you won this past week at the Sony. Iggy won the opening event at Kapalua. When Iggy sent the text saying he was going to be ill today, uh, I asked if he could send over his roster. Did he send them
1: over?
4: I have not received them yet. All right. I mean, you texted him like a minute after
0: he texted you. He couldn't be falling back asleep. You that gotta place. do some research though.
5: <laughs> so,
2: because JT posted, he's not a very good putter. Yep.
5: Yeah, uh, 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 that
2: changes things.
5: So, uh, I don't know how to handle the situation because the boys tee off in Palm Springs here in about two and a half hours, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Well, maybe Jackson could randomly pick a team for him.
5: But yeah. then it'll be.
2: Well, they'll be. He'll
0: complain. <laughs>
5: I'll
2: Here's what's going to
0: happen. Iggy's not going <laughs> to send a team in. He's going to get pissed when he loses because he's going to have random players, and it's yep. going to be
4: somebody's fault.
5: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Pepper and Jeannie. Oh, I love Iggy. I,
0: just, I, just, I, I could tell what the listeners are going like to do. Like
4: Steve anyway. Nash seeing the play happen before it happens. Yeah. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah. How about that, Doug? <laughs> you hear that? You can't, yeah. can't move the rock like that unless you can see no. a couple steps ahead. Well, what do we do? What will we do? I, th- I like the idea of KG and Oztown picking a team he oh, okay. doesn't. Yeah, I like fun. that idea a lot. And so. I, would I, would really like I And mean, then watch it win oh, like that's 10 grand saying. or something. That's what I'm saying. Like if it has like the best week of yeah. all. Oh, if okay. he
2: wins, it'll make him mad. And if he loses, it'll make him mad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Win-win. <laughs>
5: Uh, let's see, uh, Tim, I'll fill in JT, Minwoo, Tyler Duncan, Troy Merritt, and Sun J.M. Thanks for covering Alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Boy, that moved the segment along a little quicker. Sure did. There's your team. Uh, i sponsor of our seven o'clock hour and this controversial daily fantasy sports showdown online at stlouisaccurate.com and altontoyota.com. The presenting sponsor. Of Balloon Party and the official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Jackson, beware. I don't have anything on the schedule today. We could do a six-hour QFDA today. Heard that. Uh, Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com for your questions, comments, and erotic stories. We had an erotic story yesterday uh, that Jackson said, let's save this and read it for Iggy and the Plowboy. To see if they will believe it's real, but Iggy's not here, and I don't feel like we would have the same effect because Iggy's usually the one to say that these things aren't real.
4: Yeah, he can stuff it out.
5: Yeah, he does sniff it out.
4: No. Nope.
5: Uh, yeah, it was uh it was an erotic story in which a gentleman was called to an airport hotel to impregnate a lesbian couple.
2: Uh, both of them,
4: both of them. No, just, just one. Just one.
5: Well, the other one messed around with her female partner.
4: No. Yeah. There was fluffing and going he, on. And he, oh, and he was
5: told when he went to their, or I guess it was a hotel, they lived by an airport hotel. And then he went to use the little wizard's room because he said uh, one of them looked like a gentleman with, with breasts. So <laughs> oh, he had to, like, talk himself not uncommon. Into, pull it together, way, pull it together, way, pull it together, <laughs> boy. Yeah. And then he goes and they yell, don't flush the toilet or toilet's backed up. And I would oh, imagine that would have a negative impact hot. on your. Mm. Yeah. The hotel? <laughs> toilet no, at the house. They lived yeah. by an airport oh. hotel. Uh, Eminent domain. I wonder if that happens frequently. Where gentlemen are called to impregnate a lesbian couple at an airport I guess it's easier just to get a sperm donor, though, right? David David Crosby.
4: Well, theoretically, if you're like a lesbian, and, you know, uh, sexual orientation is a spectrum, but like if you're a full-on lesbian, the idea of a gentleman... And you having sex would not be appealing. Yeah. So that's probably why you would go. But if you were
2: bisexual and you just chose to live with another woman, you fell in love with a woman. And you had a guy. Can co- you want to touch? Be <laughs> if cheaper? You had a guy co- it wouldn't cost you anything. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know what it would cost to, to go through a sperm bank or something, artificial insemination. Oh, well, no. That's probably, I imagine, very expensive. Yeah. Would agree.
4: Girls love sex.
2: So maybe that's what he <laughs> could do to make an extra buck or two.
4: Sell his. Seed? A seed demon.
2: <laughs> well, you reach a certain age where they're not really that interested in it. Ken Strode, I moonlight as a seed demon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure that the sperm banks are accepting <laughs> deposits from people in their sixties. Probably Is that right? not. Probably not. What's the cutoff? Probably forty something, I would think.
5: And then there's some form of genetic engineering, you know, right? Yeah. Oh, this gentleman's six five, has a wet jumper.
2: Mm-hmm. It's Devin Booker. <laughs> they, we, they can we, tell just by see? looking at the sperm whether you're keeping your right elbow in when you shoot. That's, That's correct.
4: correct That's right. Triple threat. You got a microscope, important. but yeah. I guess. No. Doug, you got to get with the times, man. Okay, sorry.
5: Cage, you uh, know, 10 of you assembled your team?
4: I have, sir. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the
5: Ass Daily Fantasy Sports you Showdown. text
4: in like 10 minutes. Iggy uh,
5: not available to respond to the text about sending his team in, but the show must go on, Doug. Okay. And you are coming off of a win. That means you have uh, the box, which means you have the honors. Okay. And now it's on to Palm Springs. Uh, it's on to Carnoustie. Let's see. First pick. I
2: only want one. Okay, I've got one now. I've got one now. Looks like a bad one. Old oh, Harry Hall. Harry Hall? Harry Hall. Harry <laughs> Hall.
5: Never uh, he's heard of him. a British either. gentleman. Is he not? I don't know who he is. That sounds right. KG, I know you've done a lot of research. What do you think is the most important statistic this week? Um,
1: greens in regulation.
5: Mm.
1: <laughs> I agree.
2: Well, that's why I picked Harry Hall with the number
5: one pick.
1: Harry Hole. All right, mm-hmm. your uh, first pick, sir. All right, well, I'm going to start in the 6,000s, and uh, this is a guy that um, <laughs> I've heard of, I think, and um, I'm going to go with the 6,700. I'm going to go with Tyler Duncan.
5: Tyler oh, really Duncan. Okay. Tyler. Tyler
2: Duncan. Breaking All right.
1: Tyler Durkin.
2: Okay, let me 30. see if I can pick one. Uh, I got can barely reach it. I've got one. Yeah. Oh, boy, this feels like a good one. Uh, no, it isn't. Jacob Bridgman. Who are these people, and why Jacob are they chirping? Jacob Bridgman. <laughs> Jacob Bridgman. Are you sure this isn't a member guest in Florida this <laughs> weekend? Could well be. Bridgman. Harry Hole and Jacob <laughs> Bridgman <laughs> are my first two choices. That. Just who
5: I wanted. This could be a great moment of bonding for mm-hmm. KG and Oton and Iggy, if KG and o can lead them to he victory. Could win one for him, yeah. Uh, yeah, KG, what's your second pick?
1: Uh, I'm going to go in the seventy or uh, 7,500. Uh, this is a guy that... Um, <laughs> He went 65, 69, 65 to wrap up the week in Maui. Oh. Um, and he's made the cut in both of his previous appearances at the American Express. This Finished T6 one. last year. Eric Van Rooyen. Oh,
5: wow. Van I gotta Roan. tell you, there's a little buzz about Eric Van Rooyen this week. Somebody's doing research back there. It's KG. But yeah.
2: He seems to know what he's doing. Let's see if maybe I can get Eric Van
5: Rooyen. No. Yeah.
2: Let's see who I got.
5: Uh, Sunjay M. Oh, that's a nice play. Maybe maybe it's a little chalky, but you've certainly diversified that lineup with the selection of Harry Hole and Jacob Bridgman. <laughs> 10,100.
1: Uh, for my third pick, uh, I'm going to go with a guy he's had some success here before. Um, last year, finished second. with uh, He dueled John Rahm down to the finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7,600, Davis Thompson.
2: Davis yeah. Thompson. Thompson. Okay. Doug, how will you respond to that? Uh, boy, I don't know. I better get somebody else pretty good. Let me see if I can reach, even just reach the box. Thank you, Plowsy. Okay, I think I have one now. Uh, old Chris Kirk.
5: Ugh. Chris old Kirk Chris has been on a Kirk. heater here as of late. When I mean, he won Kapalua, he was lurking this past week at uh, the Sony. Wow, oh, you're really you're sharp.
1: Yeah, he's kind of cucking me here because my next pick was going to be Chris Kirk. Oh, oh wow. Gosh. Are you pivoting? Uh, I'm going to stick him out if Doug's okay with that. Sure.
2: Pick who you want to pick. <laughs> wow. The passion. <laughs> okay. Okay. Plowsy, the box, please. Okay. Let me moisten my fingers so I can pick Ooh, yeah. just one and not 15 of them yeah. together. Yes, I have it. Who did I get? Justin Thomas. Oh, wow. Wow. 9,800.
0: Oh,
5: wow. Started with Harry Hole, and you've... Yeah, you mounted a Sunday charge here. Kind
4: of a big deal though. Well, I mean, see. uh
5: probably not a lot of room, I would imagine, after Sung J and
1: JT.
4: Seventy seven hundred. Seventy seven hundred left? All right, got it? it. Okay. You get Billy Ho. Okay.
1: Uh for my next pick, uh I really I like guys that can putt, and
2: <laughs> JT Post. I've Postman? heard
1: that this guy was recently elected uh the best putter ever. Mm. And I'm gonna go with JT Postman. <laughs> JT okay.
4: Post and best putter ever. Poston. There was an election? Yeah. This really oh, does crap. feel like an Iggy lineup. I feel like I've written these names down for him a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: very similar. Okay, I'm on my last pick. Let's see what we have.
5: Oh, Lonto Griffin. Lonto Griffin, you know, he's been bouncing around in between tours, has he not? He's had some know. problems. He's not had some problems. Ah, yes. Problems. You had. <laughs> So he fits in, I assume. I yes. Assume he's now yeah, he, or, uh, 66,
4: Doug leaves 1100 on the board, but he's got Sunjay, JT. Sharp lineup. Pretty solid. I bet I know where KG's going on this next one.
1: Well, I got a little money to play around with here. Yep. Um, there's four players that are priced over 10000 this week. When when they zig, I want to zag. Nice yep. game theory. Game theory yeah. season. I okay. think a lot of people are going to be looking at Scotty Scheffler, Xander Shoffley, and that's why I'm going to go with Sun M. M. Oh, oh. Yeah, two him
5: of
4: the too. same players. Okay. Well, we'll I see. thought you were going to go Minwoo.
1: No, he's not cute enough.
4: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah, there are the teams.
2: Right. Thank you, Mungan S, for sponsoring this fabulous game.
1: Yeah, Jamie Burgard.
5: St. Louis mm-hmm. com, Alton AltonToyota.com, and then there's a secret number, 314-252-0029. Doug, last time I was at a Ferdy clinic, Nurse Steve was kind of hot and winked at me, so I asked for a bigger cup. That's from the Recovering Alcoholic... From Belleville in Webster Grove. He was at a
2: furry clinic? Is that what it was?
5: Furty, as in, like, fertilization.
2: Oh, furty clinic. Okay.
5: And he was attracted to the nurse named Steve's, <laughs> oh. so he felt like he needed a bigger cup Oh, deposit. gosh. Mm. He's vile. Iggy is going to absolutely hate that KG and O-Town picked two of the same players as Doug. That's from Gary Pinkle's cell phone etiquette.
2: Well, he'll hate it. Whatever happens, there's going to be
1: some hate spewed the way the box goes. Mm-hmm. I like uh, your team, Doug.
2: Well, thank you. You too, like Harry Hole?
1: Oh. it off.
5: Too Fat to Kayak's in the YouTube chat and says, if KG wins big this week, Iggy will never live it down. That's from Too Fat to
1: Kayak. Mm-hmm. I think it's more likely that I fall flat on my face and he relishes that moment.
5: And then is able to, uh, to blame you.
4: Yeah, I have a feeling that he won't want this one counted towards the... Uh, Probably, if he...
1: Yeah, that I was, was under the impression it was for the kids, though. This, well, it is it's for oh, the children. If it wins,
2: though, it's for the children of our community. I just
4: want the best for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Is this in Palm Springs, La Quinta? What's the uh, yeah PJ West? Is that what's called?
5: Yeah, they changed it now to Pete Dye something. Like, okay. It used to be the Stadium Course. Got it. Got That's it. that is correct. Uh, Jackson has been on. Uh, he's been. Nobody has been more outspoken. In national media than Jackson Burkett on Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. uh, And what is your position Jackson I don't want to put words in your mouth sure
4: uh, I just think a conversation needs to be had about uh, Nick Sirianni's job status with the Philadelphia Eagles I think the yeah. uh, the fall from yeah, grace Super Bowl contender Huge. to out in the first round to the measly Buccaneers yeah. whether it's in Tampa or not is uh, unacceptable and Whether the game I,
5: in Detroit will be played outdoors or not. Is. Right.
4: That's you know, They'll just peel the roof right off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if no one's going to speak up for the city of brotherly love in the Midwest, then I will. Fletcher Cox
5: uh, responded to a reporter yesterday, Doug, in Philadelphia, while the Eagles cleaned out their locker room regarding the job status of Nick Sirianni. Why don't we take a listen? Have
3: you, you know, gotten any wind on what's going to happen to you have confidence, and if, if you do come back, then, uh, confidence in him. If he's also the head coach. Like any news about what about Nick? Nick, I mean, there's obviously some speculation about whether he may be fired or not. Um, huh? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> nah, man, he's head football coach of this team, man. Come on, man. We ain't. They ain't even. Know- discussion about okay, that. Okay, you don't think it's going like, to happen? I don't, I don't, I don't, I
4: don't got nothing to say about
2: that, man. You're a clown, bro. Get out oh, of place,
4: bro. you're a clown, bro. <laughs> oh. You're a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro.
5: Right, right across the street from where mm. I believe that's a clown question, bro, happened. Arlo Harper might have been with the Nationals so when that happened. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah, but... Doug, the link is right across from the street from Citizens Bank. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so Harper with the clown question, bro. Fletcher Cox just changed a little bit. You're a clown, bro.
4: Then <laughs> <laughs> says, so get out of my face. Whoa. How would you like to be a reporter? Pulling into my they pull in, and have Fletcher Cox just rip you. I mean, you have to
0: ask Steve Poirier that question. It wasn't that controversial. I mean. The question was kind of hard to understand, but he was saying
2: if the coach gets fired, are you still going to be okay with it? Is that...
0: Yeah, I, I, was that basically the question? I would have just asked him, "What were your thoughts on the rumor that you know your coach may be fired?" I think that's probably an easier way to say it. Well,
2: yeah, it's yeah. always easier to rephrase a question <laughs> after you've already
5: been ripped. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like missing a putt and then <laughs> hitting it a second time uh-huh. now that you know what it does. Second you know, guys, grass. Guys, that reporter was pissing his pants. That's from Chairman Steve, and he's over in Wildwood. Hello, yeah. yeah. oh,
4: world. Welcome to the Benita <laughs> Show. I am here at Fat Buddha. Uh, yeah, studio. That's
2: when you start over. Start, <laughs> start over.
4: Didn't they do it live? I don't think it was live. No. It, it was on a public yeah.
5: access it program at 2 in the <laughs> yeah. afternoon. Doug, you love the program White Lotus. I it's, did like that. You know. Oh, you wow, did? really? I did watch it, yeah. Both seasons? I saw the second season. The Italy one? Mm-hmm. You yeah. didn't see Sidney Sweeney then?
2: No, I saw Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, yeah. I don't think Sidney Sweeney was in that uh-uh. episode.
5: Jackson, who would you rather... Engage in heavy petting with
4: Sydney Sweeney or Robert Plaza Sydney Sweeney. It's like not even a question. Wow, I apologize.
5: That's a clown question, bro.
4: Yeah, get out of my face. (laughs) Uh,
5: So they have announced they are doing a third season, and the cast is out, uh, and uh, we we have that information here. It's a TMA exclusive. Doug from the Righteous Gemstones with John Goodman, friend of the Afton Cougars. Uh huh. Walton Goggins?
4: Love Walton Goggins. What makes him so wonderful? Did you ever see uh, Hateful Eight? The Hateful Eight? I don't know. He's good in everything. Yeah, Walton Goggins is great. He's also in Django. Um, Oh, I love that. Yeah, he plays uh, the guy who says, I'm going to be walking in the moonlight with you. Nice. And then uh, Django throws him off his horse. Sarah Catherine Hook. Sarah Catherine Hook. I'm surprised you hadn't researched this yet. Uh, I saw some. I saw. like I don't want to step on one, but I know one that I'm very excited is going to be in it. What does that uh, mean? Well, because I haven't seen this person in something in a very long time, and I'm excited to see her again.
5: Huh? It can't be Sam Navola, then, can it?
4: Sam Navola. Sounds like a fellow. Uh, no, I don't know her.
5: Patrick Schwarzenegger.
4: Yeah, know him.
5: And Sex Education breakout star Amy Lou Wood.
4: Amy Lou Wood. Uh, I thought this show made money. I don't know Amy Lou Wood. These well, I mean, of... she has 2 million followers on Instagram, yeah, so. So she's somebody.
2: I saw the hotel when I was there on vacation. The one in Sicily? Yeah. But the show was so hot at the time, they wouldn't let you walk in. Oh, is that right? Because they had guards out there and
5: really? gates
4: shut and everything. It looked pretty small. It's not it's like yeah, a it's boutique not huge. hotel, yeah. right? Not yeah, huge. It looks yeah. beautiful, though. It is. Right there on the coast of yeah.
5: This news arrives two weeks after HBO announced Harry Potter alum Jason Isaacs, Michelle Monaghan, Parker Posey. There
4: it is. Wow. Parker Posey.
2: No, it was Parker Posey.
4: Did you ever see Dazed and Confused? Probably not. What about Best in She? No. (laughs) Parker Posey is awesome in Dazed and Confused. She's, like, okay. really mean to all the freshmen. It's really funny. Dude, she's so funny in that. Yeah. I'm surprised that
5: you're all excited about a 55-year-old woman as a 25-year-old gentleman. Well, I love Dazed and Confused. Like, I,
4: I what about watch... Best in Ship? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen Best in
5: Ship. Oh, my
4: God. For
5: a cinephile was that to the... not see, like, the Christopher Guest I series of movies? Watched I watched
4: that, like,
0: a month ago. It,
5: waiting insane. for Guffman, it, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind. It's... So funny and it would absolutely appeal to you. I don't think it would like if we said if we recommended best in show on balloon party I don't know if it'd get a real high approval rating It's about dogs, right?
4: Oh well, God, yeah, it's, it's not
5: really about dogs. I mean, right. I suppose that's, that's, like that's that the that. backdrop, right? It's one of rich Gould's favorite pictures. Is
4: that right?
0: Yeah might me a lot of like the the real Tenenbaums, how tenenbaums. tenenbaums yes. like how that's like so awkward and funny and it's Wes Anderson, baby so good. Yeah, Doug, it's Wes Anderson, baby
4: Okay well, Dazing feels like one of my favorite movies, and Parker Posey's great and it, so I'm really excited. And to Parker see Posey I... is a woman. That's right. Parker sounds like a gentleman's name. It's true. That's I'm fair. thinking
2: Parker Stevenson. Huh? Tony Parker. Think about that. Wes Parker. Nice. Dave Parker.
5: Cobra, you should have saved that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything
4: about these people. Cardinal hitting coach in 1998.
5: Dave Parker,
2: something. Yeah, like one year because yeah. he, he wanted to be uh, more visible for his Hall of Fame. Oh, is Oscar. that right? I didn't know that. So. And 25
5: s- years later, you're still trying to get in. You wanted to
2: stay in the game. He should be. He was the best player going there I I wonder two, what the three deal with that is. There, there's, a real,
5: there's a real strong push for the Cobra to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't know. He was certainly good enough. Uh, Amy Lee Wood has beaver teeth. Thanks. That's from Walrus King. Jackson?
2: Well, I had those as a child myself. <laughs> I still have them. Two giant big buck teeth
4: right too. in front. Oh, yeah, I could yeah. open a can with those things.
5: Stephen Wildwood just fired Jackson from goodorbad.com. I don't know why, but for, you're going.
4: For not seeing Best in Show, I can't see everything. I have like a, a big blind spot from 99 to 02. Like, I've seen some of those movies, but like, that's a weird time where like I missed a bunch. Steve, Obviously.
1: Steve doesn't have that authority anyway.
4: Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are the chairman, are you not?
4: Yeah. I mean, Steve Jobs got fired from Apple a couple times, but I'm not public, you know? I still that's keep right. it. My, right. my IPO is coming. As soon as the monetization
5: strategy okay. is revealed,
4: and, and a coin launch, BoyCoin. You're doing something called BoyCoin? Well, you know, we're, we had meetings. Oh, that's like a Q4 thing. A just kind of waiting out this crypto, th- this crypto thing, seeing if it's a bubble or not. Uh, also, saw.
5: in the uh, YouTube chat, they're saying the 10-year-old audio clip from yesterday deserves further discussion, and it just so happens that there's an actual article in today's <laughs> links about this. Uh, CBS' Ian Eagle amused after old clip resurfaces and goes viral. And it happened right here on this program about mm-hmm. 24 hours ago. CBS Sports commentator Ian Eagle is among the most beloved in his field. The 2023 Awfully Recipient for Best Commentator, that's from Awful Announcing, Doug, mm-hmm. has often delivered on every sport he's asked to call, whether it's American football, college basketball, or the NBA, The Bird is one of a kind. An old clip of the esteemed broadcaster recently emerged and went viral. The clip featured a quote-unquote spat between Eagle and his former Yes Network colleague and famed color commentator Mike the Czar Tello. While it went viral, Eagle stayed quiet. The bird has emerged again, though, as he spoke to Sports Illustrated's Jimmy Jimmy Trania about the incident. Quote, I'm amazed at the shelf life of this bit, Eagle told me Wednesday. I woke up in Portland to 40 texts and thought something serious happened. A clip of me using the term gobbledygook with Fratello 13 years ago going viral is not what I had on my 2024 bingo card. It's funny but also sad. Mm. According to the man himself at the time, it was all sarcastic humor. Eagle told the New York Daily News then every bit of that was a put-on, not 40%, not 70%. It was 100% busting each other's chops. We do it every game. That unfortunately appeared to get lost in the shuffle amid the clip taking off, but such is life on the internet in 2024. You're only as good until the next time you might go viral. Even if you do, sometimes the real information can get lost in the thick of the shuffle.
4: Mm. Well, it caught me. Got me. I was real groggy, and I was reading Twitter in bed. I didn't have all my facilities with me. I was just kind of... Had you just made love? No. No. Mm. No. Woke up. Dolo. Just me. and. uh, Dolo? Solo Dolo. What's what's the Dolo mean? (laughs) Uh, I always... It's a Kid Cudi song. I think Day and Night. No. You don't like Cudi? I don't know who it is. Okay, fair enough. Um, Day and Night, Night, Night. 2008? I don't know the years like either. seven. That beat's really awesome. Uh, either way, no, I woke up alone, and I, I was reading Twitter, and I was just groggy, and I saw that, and I, it made me chuckle that Ian Eagle seemingly was getting in some beef with uh, his commentator. I didn't even I, I didn't even look. I didn't hmm. even think of a possibility that it was an old clip. No. So it's on me. It's on yeah. me. Listen, it's on me. Okay. It's, I think it's still a great night and still a great clip. I like that. Yeah, it's a good clip. I don't know if it makes it a great night.
2: But the fact that you were solo dolo and apparently <laughs> heartbroken because of that is probably a bigger story. I, it's a weekday, you know. You can't get lucky every night, not if you're gonna watch movies all all
4: day long. Well, I mean, I wake up pretty early. And uh, what yeah. time's your alarm, boy? First one goes off 4:45. Oh, feet on the floor like 5:15. I just, I read Twitter and Instagram until. Oh, the... what a
5: terrible way to start the day.
4: Well, it's that's uh, my life.
5: Mm. Hey, I'll be the simp. Yo. When you were groggily scrolling Twitter about this 12-year-old story, did you just wake up after being face down in your pillow and ass up all night? Doug, that's big tough.
4: Yeah, that's how I sleep.
2: I'm still concerned about you sleeping face down in the pillow. I'm all right. I'm I'm afraid you can't breathe, and I think it's going to be bad on your neck. Certainly the latter. I can definitely breathe because
4: I wake up alive.
5: Are you concerned that, and I know you won't do this until you're married, but if you were to find a love interest... And you truly were into this, lass. That the first time you guys share chambers, she sees you sleeping with your face buried in the pillow and your ass up, hmm. yearning to be pegged. Oh, that this will concern her?
4: No,
2: yeah. not in the slightest. Are your are your knees up? It's that high up in the air? <laughs> <Not>
4: the <case. laughs> like like you're sleeping on your knees, like a, like, like, no. like
2: sometimes a little baby will do. Like I look like a
4: tent? No, no, no. no. I'm flat, flat, yeah,
2: completely flat.
4: Okay. And how how do you breathe exactly? Is your, is your mouth below the pillow That's proper? That's right. That's your, you nailed it. So, like, my nose is on the edge of the pillow, mm. and then my mouth is underneath. I create, like, a little air hole. Oh. Ooh, like kinda, a whale. Yeah. It's kind of like how an ostrich would sleep, you know, buried head sand, something like that, how they breathe. They figure it out. Are they sleeping when they put their head in the sand? Couldn't tell you. Ostriches really scare me. I figured they were looking for worms or something. They just buried down there every now Could and then. Could be the case. You ever see an ostrich up close? Yeah. God, they're scary. Yeah. A terrifying animal.
2: Well, flightless bird. Whatever.
4: It's still fast. Yeah. I don't think they do a lot of damage to humans though. Yeah. Either way, I'm not concerned about anyone seeing me sleeping like right. that. Good, good, good. Lisa huh. Ann saw it. She did see it. What yeah. did she say about it? concerned. Did she really? Yeah. She was like I'm nervous that you're gonna pass away. <laughs> I was like is, I was like, is that I do it every night.
2: Do you ever wake up and toss and turn because you've mm mm. Do you you wake up in that position?
4: No, I usually wake up on my side.
5: Best in Show is one of the greatest comedies of all time. Peep it, Jackson. That's right. junior the juice, man. Put it on
4: my list. Put it on my list.
5: Yeah, I mean, if Rich Gould likes it.
4: Yeah, that's... I love Rich Gould. Yeah, how
5: could you not? Rich Gould. I asked, uh, Doug, you're vacationing in the Hamptons next week. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Jackson and I were discussing, and this is the third thing we discussed on QFDA. <laughs> about producer Joe coming in and filling in one of these, knowing that one of the terms would be Iggy would have to be out mm-hmm. in order for him to do it. I figured Iggy probably wouldn't mind taking a day off. So I said, hey, you want to come in? Doug's going to be off. And, and, and either reintroduce the audience to producer Joe, for those who have been listening, for, you know, for a long, long time, because he hasn't been on in 11 years, or to introduce people such as Jackson's peers, you know, Mm -hmm. in their 20s or 30s who may not be familiar with his work. And he said, uh, he can't do it. And I said, well, what if Iggy wasn't there? And he said, no, it's more about my real job.
2: (laughs) He has a real job and doesn't want to do this with all the glamour that's associated with it? And the exposure. Yeah. Boy, what a nut job he turned out to be. Thank you. Damn it. So he's just going to go through the motions of of working a, a regular nine to five job in the corporate world, right? As opposed to sit
4: here and talk nonsense for a couple hours. So I'm saying, kind of a kook. I want to see Joe. Full three hours. Yeah, that'd be great. Full throated. Yeah. Full throated. Maybe Rich Gould will come in. I love that too. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? That'd be awesome. Love Rich Gould when he came on uh, when he retired. It was like we were having Rodney Dangerfield on oh the show.
5: <laughs> what what he's been doing the last couple of years?
4: I saw him at a Mizzou football game this what year.
5: Do you, what do you have the, to say? The one at
2: the Dome. Just happily retired. Very happily retired. Nah, not doing much. Just watching TV. <laughs> Playing my guitar, watching TV, living the good life. That's
5: it. Yeah. It was the same guy when he was anchoring. Mm-hmm. God, unbelievable. How can you claim to love Parker Posey and have never seen Best in Show do better? That's from Lee Norwood.
4: Sure, Lee. Uh, Days and Confused. I'll say it again. I love Days and Confused, and I love Parker Posey in Days and Confused. Do you?
5: Yeah. Sidney Sweeney or Alexandra Daddario, thanks. That's from Hedonism Chuck. Sid. Boy, that puts me to the test. Sid for me. Wow. I like blondes. I think I would go Sidney Sweeney, and I never would have thought I would answer anybody other than Alexandra Daddario about five years ago.
4: Yeah, yeah, and the Armis over both of them. You give you a shot with any of these girls.
0: Sydney no. Sweeney looked like she's about to cry every time I see her, so I'm going to Dario. I don't I think no. she's beautiful, but she always has tears in her tear ducts. Like she's ready to mm. explode within them like it's called range, bro. I'm That's just saying off. I think behind camera should be tough to date.
5: Sydney Sweeney would be emotional. So why do you say that? Right really? Mm-hmm. You you think, know, think so? I, wow. feel, I don't know anything. It's like how then. producer Joe could tell that a woman would smell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just watch it on TV, you could tell. Todd Racing says, says Daddario's like 40 now.
4: Is that? No way. That's no. Todd Racing. Yeah. Kansas Education. Mm. Uh, she's 37. 37, Okay. Yeah. Wow. Looks great.
2: Well, yeah, 37 is not over the hill by any means. No.
5: I guess you will. I Let me you ask you this, and this will help me give a more informed answer. Which one? And I'm going to go to Plowhawk here because he's got the reads. Which one do you think is more likely to have been with a woman?
0: Oh, Daddario for sure. Really?
5: All right, then I'm going with her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, she's. I, in feel a- like, I feel like the answer is actually both. What I really sh- feel good about that.
0: She's in a show recently to where I thought they were open with having sex with other couples and female and male. I forgot what show it was.
4: Mayfair uh- Witches. Mayfair Witches. Mayfair Witches. The girlfriend experience. Not the Steven Soderbergh one.
0: Or maybe it is. No, her husband was like a screenwriter. Forgot exactly what the show was called. But
5: she just seemed Sporting. I think the answer is both, but maybe that's because I want the answer to be both, and I have to really reexamine that. Uh, Jackson, you've lost another investor in goodorbad.com. Jackson hasn't seen Waiting for Guffman. I'm divesting from goodorbad.com, so Manute eligible is withdrawing funds. Waiting for Guffman? You will enjoy the—I mean, this is, like, right up your alley.
4: All right. Trust me. I'm into it, baby. So Christopher Guest makes all these movies.
5: Doug, uh, this is our Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year. Okay. His name is Steve and Wild with 2023. Dem fun bags on Sweeney. Got to see Dem live. Oh, wow. Mm. Our listener nice comment,
4: Steve. And, and Pride Joe doesn't want to come in here and do this? Yeah, The hell's wrong with him? Got a Tom?
2: job, he says. Yeah. Got a, can't? I have a job. Yeah, right. <laughs> this, is
4: where, this is where the action is.
2: Now, when you talk about seeing those movies that you haven't seen before, are they all
4: out there on Netflix? All right, worst can you case, rented on Prime, two ninety nine. Every
2: movie,
4: pretty much that's ever been made, you could get on Prime for three bucks. If you want to watch a movie in twenty twenty four, and you have five dollars, you can watch that at home, and you have an internet connection. Yeah, whether it be Apple or Prime, that's the way that it is. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. So you need a first, you need a Prime subscription or Apple TV. They have all the movies too. They have a huge. You, first,
2: you get the subscription, and
4: then you buy the movie. Yeah, and then you pay, or, you know, plenty of movies are on HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix, Prime Video for free.
2: I got that. I got HBO and Showtime and all that. Yeah, yeah. and It's rarely a movie that I think, boy, I really got to see that.
4: So you can type it into your phone, and then it pops up on what streaming services it is or isn't on, and then sometimes it's like you have to rent it. It's like, okay, three bucks. It's three bucks.
5: Uh, Doug breaking news just coming in here in this mug ass St. Louis Acura, Muggin'ass Burkhardt Alton Toyota, seven o'clock hour. Chuck, is it Shooper Scoop? Shoopy? Is it Chuck Shoopy in the YouTube chat? Do you know Chuck? Chuck Shoopy. Shooper. Yeah.
4: We call him Shooper. <laughs> Sounds like he might be like the, <laughs> the new Kirkwood. DC mm-hmm. from a zoo. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. Uh he says Sweeney has and did on the set of the Rolling Stones video. Huh? I guess Just did. Lesbianism
0: scissoring right in front of a live audience. <laughs> in front
5: of Jack Shoopy. <laughs> I mean, what,
0: um, what are we talking about here?
2: Well, they call him Scoopy Shoopy. <laughs> so if anyone knows, it'd be him. I
0: felt like we would have seen or heard of that video. Yeah,
5: somebody would have brought that to my attention.
4: I mean, there's she does a lot in Euphoria, but I don't believe there's ever any lesbianism.
5: Like if you said, have they engaged in girl girl off screen private lives? I am, like, betting both have. I really feel good about it, too.
4: Probably. Probably. God, that's so great. Well, how does it help you?
5: <laughs> I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. It's a great question, and I don't have an answer to it. I just know all it puts right. me in a good place. Well, you can place.
2: imagine. you're only if Even if they did, you're going to have to imagine that. So why don't you just imagine that it right. all happened?
5: You're exactly right. But, like, who's somebody that you can say with confidence, very attractive actress or musician who has not engaged in Girl, Girl. Mm. See what I'm saying?
4: Right. <laughs> I mean, so you're saying it like Leona Helmsley? Rachel McAdams. <laughs> you don't think McAdams has?
5: No. Sounds like Jackson's disappointed to hear that news, Blah, huh? she's my girl. I
4: love Rachel <laughs> No, why is
2: she
0: your girl? <laughs>
5: she classy. Don't don't
0: she's
2: classy. Don't get upset about it. You look mad when <laughs> you say not, that. She's
0: not bumping some B-list celebrity. Is it because she's Canadian? She ain't doing no scissoring. No, no. I think it's... It's I, don't know, I just think she's <laughs> you know, kinda got that downtown homey feel to it, you know. Yeah. I don't see any Canton unless... vibe about her. You <laughs> could see her walking the streets of Canton, probably. <laughs> Wouldn't say she has a Canton vibe.
5: <laughs> uh Tim Sweet Sweet Kai uh says Jennifer Aniston has not. You don't think? God, it's sweet sweet Kai. Hey,
4: they have friends.
5: Like hey, what, me. with like Lisa Kudrow?
4: Well. Wow. Oh, Courtney Cox. Good uh, one there. God. Well, I mean so many women modeled their hair after her. Am I wrong on that? Well, that's accurate, but that doesn't necessarily mean that then Well that would make you think that a lot of women had some interest in her.
5: <sighs> I think I think Sweet Sweet Kai might be right about that.
4: I, I, I model my
2: hair after Fabio. I don't have any interest in him. Jackson. <laughs> so you Mr. say. Spons. So you say.
5: Good morning, yeah. Emma Watson is not engaged in Girl Girl one thousand percent. That's from Big Tuft. Yeah, that's probably about right. T Swift. Yeah, nice play. That's yeah, that's we, all that's all day. That's a that's the that's the right answer actually. We
0: would have had a lesbianic love song already released, <laughs> mm. a whole album maybe just called lesbian. I think it' way <laughs> off. Just Taylor Swift you think she Lesbian. Has? There's a big Reddit thread about Taylor oh, Swift. Oh wow it's
1: gotta be true then. Taylor Swift.
0: She smells, she can kinda of smell. Oh my god, producer Joe Tribute. I gotta if I'm gonna put my prod Joe hat on, I feel like she has a smell. Well, why would you say that? Just a guess. I don't think Pro Joe had any answers to his guessing either. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean, you're, looking, you're looking at a screen and saying, that dude smells. Or remember that person he, he smell. was passionate about some girl in The Bachelor
2: having right. an odor? He could tell. Yeah. We couldn't. Right. We just watched this, you look like a cute girl.
4: <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> well, seen someone on television and, boy, uh, I think they smell? If they're sweating or something. Right.
0: Yeah,
5: if I'm watching Hoarders.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the whole world smells.
5: So Taylor Swift is the answer, but Jackson disagrees with it. I'm just saying that there's a lot
4: of theories out there. Because of a Reddit thread. Like a big Reddit community. That's, that's one guy, though, right? No, no. Like probably a million threads on this one community. And how would these people know? They don't. How do they know any? How did Joe and other people smelled? <laughs> it's the internet. He had a sixth sense. He did it. The internet's crazy.
2: This is what happens. You think we'll ever get smell-o-vision? Yes. Where they'll they'll pump into your house the smell of what's happening in the scene that you're watching.
1: Mm. Well
0: might be a little too
2: often. Would you even wonder? I watch yeah. a
0: lot of period pieces and I do not <laughs> want to smell the Gilded Age when it coming out of
4: the
2: How about a, if out. it was at a movie theater to get the real experience?
4: Yeah. That's something like that Disney World where it's like it all your senses. a bit it on you. Yeah, yeah like a, a bee comes up and like it stings you and like some pinches your ass.
1: Ooh boo. I, I think yeah. it's gonna yeah, happen like, in advertising, no doubt. Uh, this gentleman's
5: mad at Jackson for selecting Sidney Sweeney and sent in what I gather is uh, an unflattering picture for you to look at.
4: Okay. Yeah. She's still very attractive. Like, I don't know what you want me to say.
5: Well, they're mad at you for not taking Alexander.
4: Whenever, like, celebrity photos often on the fan page pop up, it's like mm, she's got like a little weird teeth. I'm like, dude, that girl wouldn't even look at you twice. Wow. Yeah, these, the are, these are guys who weigh four hundred <laughs> yeah. pounds. Yeah. Sorry, if you have wearing a 3 white...
2: beater t-shirts and haven't yeah. shaved in a year and a half yeah. saying she's not perfect. She's yeah. not
4: up to my standards. Weird teeth, and the guy has like a is a 38-26 <laughs> <laughs> pant size. And you can almost
5: always find that a that was height shaming right there, and I caught it. Yeah. 38 26. 38
2: 26. You can it's find really one pant. still frame of somebody of anybody Close looking at my size. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
4: You got a lot of thigh, though, KG. You're all thigh.
1: That's true. Thank you. Yeah. And calf.
4: That's <laughs> from catching.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's something to that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would that, yeah. actually.
2: You could squat post-dish.
1: <laughs> you have no idea.
5: <laughs> oh, Bill. Bill, 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 Design airs the sponsor of our email of the day. And Buckswope took a one-goal lead over Brian Hensch and Bull Executive yesterday. What a leaderboard we have here in the month of January. A couple weeks left. Senor is in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. I noticed that some of, like, the snow and the ice has melted.
2: It was like 40-some degrees yesterday. Yeah, we kind of made a
5: Sunday charge, and today we'll be above freezing as well. And, uh, Doug, next week, starting on Tuesday, highs in the 40s. Look at us. Yeah. Tropical paradise.
2: But back down to the single digits uh, tomorrow and maybe Saturday.
5: Yeah. Uh, four degrees for the low on Saturday, 19 oh, for the high, really 10 degrees big, for the low no on Sunday, deal. 30 for the high. Uh, go to uh, Seth Goldkamp. A number of our listeners ran into some problems with their furnaces during the super cold streak. Designairservice.com is where they went, and then the great Seth Camp took wonderful care of them online at designairservice.com. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling, official HVAC provider of the morning after and the Tim McKernan show podcast QFTA today at 1115 and we'll wrap it up at about nine o'clock tonight. <laughs> Doug, we're going to go really? got a lot to talk about. Send your emails in for it. Tim McKernan at inside uh, Doug, uh, would you like to tell me uh, about uh, Brown and Crouppen, our title sponsor?
2: Well, that's what they are. They're our title sponsor and we are happy to have them. If you have a potential personal injury lawsuit, Brown and Crouppen is a local law firm standing by ready to serve you they are the centuries of the legal profession is what they are they're founded in 1979 44 years old now and they've grown into one of the largest personal injury firms in the entire midwest they are a local law firm they know their way around the courts in this town they know the other lawyers They know the judges. They know how things work in St. Louis. And that's important because you see a lot of law firms come in and advertise, and they're nationally based. You want someone who is local and knows all the ins and outs of our town. Brown and Crouppen, very much a part of our community. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, here's what you do. You call. I'll give the phone number now. Do it. 314-222-2222. Or you go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure to let them know you heard about it here on TMA. And why would you go to Brown and Crouppen? Oh, I don't know. They'll give you a free evaluation for your case. Doesn't cost anything to talk it over with them. They'll work on a contingency basis. No upfront costs at all. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid. And they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. That's Brown and Crouppen. The number again, 314-222-2222. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results. And
5: every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. James Carlton is my insurance agent. He's also the Plowhawks insurance agent. And I am telling you this, and I feel passionately about it. If you're not with James Carlton, make the switch to James Carlton. They do all the paperwork for you. And I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, I don't want to have the awkward conversation where I have to pop my current insurance agent. I understand that. But for that 10 seconds of being uncomfortable, you now have a lifetime of reliability with the best insurance agency and agent in the St. Louis area. And that's James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. I made the switch, and I couldn't be happier that I did. Great customer service. And if your insurance has gone up in the last year, give James a chance to save you money. He has done that for a lot of people in our audience. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. 352 five-star ratings like this one. I have used James Carlton's agency for the past year. Mike Ross, James, and everyone I've interacted with have been helpful and customer focused. They did not try to sell me on products I didn't need or want. I haven't had to file a claim, but all reviews tell me that the experience will be good. Best of all, my rates were significantly reduced when switching and have remained virtually the same at renewal. How important is that? Uh, that is left on the Google page by Steve. Douglas. do you pronounce it pull jack?
2: I do, yeah. Uh,
5: one of the 352 five-star reviews. Go to carltoninsurance.net to work with James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves. It 8:12 in St. Louis. Ken Strode out ill today. Cage, you know town like a century? Comes in mm-hmm. uh, with, with, what were you, were you asleep? Were you at the gym when I texted you? Uh, I was asleep. God, and does your phone wake you up or do you have it on do not disturb?
1: Uh, neither, I just, my body just kind of gets me up around that time regardless. That prostate? Said, uh, not a prostate is issue. The thighs. <laughs> yeah, the thighs get rubbing together, brush fire starts and I wake up. Oh,
2: hot. I like that. Very hot. Literally. Gosh.
1: But yeah, I was happy to see the text. Real. you? You know what? I was actually, I woke up, saw the text, and my phone was playing yesterday's QFTA. I went to bed, and it started, and I woke up. It was still playing. It was still oh,
5: going, Doug. Gosh, the man went later. to bed yeah. at 9 o'clock, and at 6 a.m. it was still so going. Was and talking, we are just talking about coffee. And talking yeah. and
4: talking. I like the idea of, of guys falling asleep to our dulcet tones. I
5: like that, because I think there's a 90% chance they're pleasuring themselves uh, to us.
4: Well, we've always said, we'll edge you, but we're not going to get you all the way there. And I, was-
5: I had a buddy tell me that he used to uh, have sex with his girlfriend while watching me anchor on channel four
4: that's so nice watching you anchor yeah
5: and that would always give me like a soft cow when i was oh. on the, on the so desk that
4: guy's divorced obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> and probably
5: servicing gentlemen guy?
4: what would happen if like weather broke and like your oh, sportscast gosh. Got cut short? And i would have our sports cast mm.
5: cut short we couldn't be more fine with it
4: right. here comes templeton was there a better thing to come to your I, what, ibf then, hey, we got to cut... We'll, IBF, of show. course,
5: being Irritable Bowel Syndrome. Mm-hmm. IFB is the IFB. device. that. Uh, well, the best was, if you remember, like if a CBS game or network telecast went past, was it 22 past the hour uh, or 12 18, past, 18, 18 past the, hour, the hour? So yeah. we would be back, and the, then the, the newscast would be canceled. Oh, wow. And so we would be back in the sports office cheering for <laughs> watching that clock thinking oh nice we're going to yeah it's like the even phone. though we go out there and like read off a teleprompter for 30 yeah. seconds it's not yeah. like we're doing a you know it was nice if they
2: told you 2 hours before you don't have sports. Right, right. Then you didn't have to do anything. Right. But putting it together is all the work. right? right. So Just sitting matter. there for three minutes to read it, that's <laughs> nothing. Right. So those once were you, our
5: victories, Jackson. Once right.
2: you've done the work, you figure I might as well sit here and read it for three minutes. Otherwise, <laughs> I wasted my whole day. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the old But pop. really,
5: in reality, when we made the choice to major in journalism, yeah. we had wasted our We were whole going eyes. to waste
2: every day. <laughs> right. But if they told you if the early show got canceled because the football game went into overtime, then you didn't have to yeah, do get much up up the late eight. show. The late show was already done. Ha-ha! <laughs> This won't be a repeat.
4: Never got on the first time. Yep. Oh, so, yeah, you basically got to, like, not, you could just do, you would have to do the work twice. Yep. Pretty much. That's pretty know. nice. Yeah, see? Update one or two games, and that's about it.
2: Go to, you know, go to a casino, gamble for three or four we hours. Do. Right. The ladies would be out there yeah. looking for us. Have Come back. Steak,
5: champagne dinner, so. much. Most likely for me. Yeah. Get back around ten,
2: fifteen, ten, sixteen, and do the sports at 10. Yeah, like Mad Men. Go right back to the bar
5: thirty I'm already back at the cocktail yeah. lunch, bottle service season. It uh, felt
2: like the Rat Pack. It felt like I was
4: Dean Martin or something.
5: Yeah. F- Sidney Sweeney isn't half as hot as Dario Jackson. That's from Harrison's Brother Master.
4: That's the thing about opinions is you and I can have different ones, mm-hmm. and that is just uh, just American dream, isn't it? Does that it? work
2: for sphincters as well? Put that off. Everyone
4: has one. Yeah. Yeah. And yours stinks. Oh! Oh.
2: Well, you took that to another level I did not see coming. Couldn't
5: Can we discuss certain. how many Hollywood hunks have hooked up? I have a strong feeling about Kelsey Glam- Grammer and Ted Danson, like a Hot Cheers reunion episode. Thanks. That's from Joan Jett's mm. groping hand. Do wow. you ever get the sense that Ted Danson and Kelsey Grammer? Never Gram- have given Frazier? a
4: bit of a thought. That might no. be like the 90s sitcom dream team of Grammer and Danson hooked up. I
2: don't um, know. There's probably more gay men than women in Hollywood, don't you think?
4: That's a good question.
2: Because yes. gay, gay men are accepted in that business, and a lot of the business is, is gay, and it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I could see that.
4: I don't know. I'm gay for Doug.
5: Okay. look that? There's an example right here in the Midwest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I say gay on there? I'm, uh, my waist is 34, my length is 30, and I love Sidney Sweeney. To be honest, I would bang any strange if they threw themselves at me, and I don't think my wife would care. Hmm. Doug, that's our Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year giving his thoughts.
4: That's about my, that's Steve about my, wild that's Steven Wildwood. I'm about my dimensions. But, 34, 30? no way you're 30. You're bigger
2: than a 30 pant
4: So that's the thing is, 32s are a little long, and 30s are too short. Cut it out. So are you like
2: high-waisted?
4: 31 is like the ideal. Well, so you get them really? 32 and get them altered. Well, how yeah. tall are you? Well,
2: You're, what, 6'1 or 2"? Six six wow, you got tiny little
5: legs, boy?
4: Well, that's the thing. Height isn't the matter. It's how long your legs are. Well, well, yeah. I understand that. Know, we he's, he's the one school. who just said height.
5: <laughs> but usually the legs But then are... it means you have a long torso, then.
4: I guess. I gather. A longer. I, I hike my pants up as high as I can. Really? Yeah, want me like spin around for you? And yeah, show you. actually. But I wouldn't have yeah, thought so that video. I have longer legs than a... you do. Yeah, I, like I said, like thirties are too Make short. Make
5: sure you're in the, in the view of the camera for the audience. So I'd walk back toward the door and the...
2: Just like Tim used to do at the restaurant, stand up on that stool, boy.
5: Tyler, where's <laughs> Bob? Bu- Look at. Oh, I like how he put his hands on his hips. Yeah,
2: I see now that your waist is, your torque, your trunk is elongated, and short, chubby little legs.
5: You should right. be like six four. I'm telling you. God can you imagine? You'd be
2: banging
4: them seven at a time. I could have played college hoops. Uh have been balling at the mall. You know, I, I'm I, I love like how you I'm, said I'm definitely seven at a time. 30, 30. No, I don't. I don't. Thirties yeah, don't have yeah, right to pass. Thirties are too short. Thirties are too short. But thirty twos sometimes can be a little long.
1: Plus you're gonna really? want those ankles out.
4: Right. Ankle cleavage.
1: Now that looks horrible. That well. looks
2: absolutely looks like Pee Wee Herman. Is that right? I see some people in suits with their ankles out. It just looks horrible. Why are you going after
5: the St. Louis Blues? That's
2: how they dress. It just looks. T- whoever t- told them that that looks good, it looks horrific.
4: 3432 is what I buy. That's what I buy. And then I deal yeah. with it. Some of them work great, some of them are a little short. All 32, right. 30, 34 30. 3432. That's why I buy.
5: 3432. And I always wear
4: a belt. I prefer it to be a little one more room there. Oh, do you? Yeah. Got a lot of ass. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be hard to continue now. Isn't oh, my dad is texting me God. rampant saying that I don't wear 32s. It's like he knows what pants I wear. You wear 30s? No, I wear 32. 34, 32 is what I wear. Okay. That's why I, when I buy pants. That's what I wear.
2: That makes a little more sense than a 30 being over
4: six feet tall.
0: Well, like what waist do you buy? Oh, it just depends on my baby gap or. Not. You shop at no. baby gap? I'm kidding, dog. I'm kidding. Uh, you 29 or 30? Me. What is it? 29 or 30? I bet that's hard to find. Twenty nines are tough. Well, maybe you can find them sometimes. Is that the kids section, the boys section? No, mm. no. I do. I use my my shirts for that if I want to save a buck or two. Yeah. Like it's a it's a good deal.
2: I don't see many pants that are 29 so twenty nine. So it's I would think you're I would think you're twenty
0: eight. I I could fit in a twenty eight yeah, for sure. absolutely. I like a belt though. I'm with Jackson on that one. Yeah, I like go belt
2: as well. Yeah,
0: I like a little comfort there. Now
2: Jay Randolph always liked the Sansa belt slacks. I
5: like that. that That's an old
2: stretch, money play. Stretch, too, depending yeah. on how much you'd eaten. <laughs>
5: those
0: are nice, I like actually. those, too. Yeah. I love those. Special occasions only. Like,
5: a lot of the pants now stretch. A little. They make blue jeans I've, stretch. I've, I've noticed that, and they've changed the sizes.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: I don't really feel like I've lost weight, and I was like a 31 back in the day when they had. I don't even know. They still have to. I guess they have to have them. They're just not as popular as like the even numbers, mm-hmm. and now I'm down to a 30, and I'm like, oh, they're they're Americaning it. <laughs> to make people feel better about the yeah, situation.
0: Yeah, 32 at the... Uh, not, I mean, that's skinny, right? Like, now?
5: And well, I mean, if you're, like, five feet, it might be. That's matter. what I am. I'm yeah. a 32-inch waist. Uh, Emily Ratajkowski is like Clemson. The best five, six years ago, but now fighting for a top 25 spot. Oh it's my collar gangster.
4: I like Emily Ratajkowski. It's a really good and gone girl. Although a girl that high would never live in fake Carthage, Missouri. Oh,
5: my God. Well, you never know. Wow, wow. wow. The city doesn't even exist. Wow. I can say
4: whatever I want.
0: Oh, that chick Carthageville. banging a Carthage. bar owner either. Well, Ben Affleck. Well, Ben Affleck ain't owning bar. a bar. Blousey, you're from a small town. There
2: are some beautiful girls there, no doubt.
0: <sighs> no? No.
2: <laughs> no. None? Really? Like Not that like one who like broke beautiful.
5: out and then went to just like St. Louis? Oh,
0: yeah. My freshman year, she was a senior. Really? What happened? There was two of them. So that class yielded it probably the most attractive females in Canton. So... Dream team? I don't really Promiscuous, want to say... I'm sure they've gotten married, but I really don't want to... Oh, Whitney wow. and Christine. Oh, yeah. yeah. You heard about them? Sure, I think everyone I don't want to say the full. Unlike I, I, I just don't want to drag people. Well,
2: I didn't necessarily <laughs> mean names. I thought <laughs> just in general, wherever so you are, I you can see somebody that's attractive. Two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> how about your class? There were some. I mean, Doug, you're you're talking attractive and like stunning, gorgeous. Like there's no, there's no Radikowskis. Well, no, there's no, they don't swings. have to look like a
2: Paris runway model. Well, that but... was
0: the, that was how the question was posed. Or any. Really, most of most of them wouldn't anywhere unless they're all made up and everything. Yeah, so I mean, I I would say it, it wasn't like a dumpster fire, but you, you don't have that top tier crop, but you don't expect it living in a town like that either.
2: Well, it's just a numbers game, probably. Yeah, I would. And if you, I would, you have five hundred girls in your school, you're gonna you're gonna have what at least ten percent or so that you go, wow, she's really attractive. At least ten percent. It's just all. What and you're if you only have, you only at, have. Thirty girls in your school, you know, there might be one or two that you find attractive.
0: Yeah, so it was uh, it was okay. I wouldn't say I complained at all about the. But attra- the
2: men, like yourself, big plowboys.
5: They were terrible guys. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm, bad no. The females there. Oh. There is definitely a Carthage, Missouri. Sorry, it's outside the central corridor, money bags. Yeah, there is That's a from Carthage. Arbor Day.
4: There is a Carthage. I, I was under the impression that that was a fake town. No, this Carthage, Missouri. And the Sydney Wells, this text, she is not from
0: Canton. Uh, her dad lives in Canton. He's a famous hunter. She does the barstool outdoor stuff. She's right by Canton. She didn't go to Canton school at this time. She couldn't hack it in Canton. Her, her dad is, like, the most famous person. Like, when it's him and Jim Tomey next to each other, it's always dead. and what did he do to get famous? Uh, he just a he just a really great hunter he released his own videos and then professional athletes started coming in and you know He got his big game life. hunter is he? Yeah, he done gone all over the world killed everything <laughs> <laughs> So Jim Jim Tomey though too that's kind of the big thing in that area he least told me got like an estate out there But
2: nice. Tomey was playing against other people who had a chance the big game hunters the only one with a gun
0: well, I'm saying Tommy hunts, too, as well. Like, yeah. Jim Tomey, you should see his land right outside of my I just think doubt. that's a bigger
2: accomplishment to be a oh, Major League Baseball star than to take a gun and shoot an animal that's yeah. standing there.
0: I, w- <laughs> I would agree. I would say it takes
2: You're skill. You're in coming down the hallway at 10
5: o'clock. <laughs> yeah, best of luck. <laughs> Godspeed with that take. <laughs> uh, your thoughts are welcome. Uh, it's the Jeff Lottman Compass Realty text inbox, 314 881 TMA5, and he's online at J E F F L O T T M A N N yeah. dot com. com. Looking to buy or sell a home? Jeff Lottman, Compass Realty, sponsor of our text inbox in 2024. J E F F L O T T M A N N dot com. Yeah, that's Jeff Lottman, Compass Realty. Had lunch with him last, uh, was it a week ago or is it a week and a day ago that I had lunch? Went to Circle 7 and I got that Buddy's oh, right barbecue the salad. Yeah. Oh, did you? Did you oh, it's you? so good.
2: Yeah, that's a good spot. Yeah. Down Manchester in Pope.
5: Yeah. I substitute the ranch with honey mustard, and I have them toss it with an extra chicken breast, if you please, because I like my protein in my gullet. Do you really? Mm-hmm.
2: I bet you would have enjoyed it. Iggy could have come and made a table side guac. <laughs> it would have. It's
4: a lot of protein, too. Chicken
5: breasts.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well, a lot I mean, of A body
2: like mine. A lot
4: of cholesterol. Right. 30 ways. But a
2: lot of protein. Yeah.
5: Uh send your emails in the morning after at inside stl.com. Jackson, tell me about your hair and Doug's hair, because you're you're holding steady and Doug every day. It's more and more.
4: I'm dunking on the balds at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Doug dunking on mm-hmm. the balds. Yeah, both of us really are. What are you the mayor of the Wispy City? Feels that way. God, yeah. Your hair looks I, really good. I got all it kinds does. of tough
5: Yeah. Jackson discouraged me yesterday on QFTA. There's a fourth thing we talked about from getting the procedure.
4: Not, that... not because, like, obviously, if you're going to go somewhere, St. Louis Hair Restoration is the place to go, and they mm-hmm. take great care of you. I'm just saying, Tim is like, you know, he, it seems like he's comfortable. He's with perfect the, in so many ways already. Why you. would you want to tinker with it? Good for you for That's saying what you're like. saying. Well, I'm just like, you know, he doesn't do TV anymore. Like, you know. Oh, but we're trying to get back in <laughs> desperately for the local news scene <laughs> for those sports. Yeah, I, but based on what you guys said with the casinos and all that, it seems yeah. like it was a rip-roaring time. <laughs> Either way, if you are looking to get something done, St. Louis Hair Restoration is a place to go. You go in there, they'll give you a free consultation on your hair, say, what's the best plan going forward for you? And then you mention TMA, $250 off a of hair treatment. Just like that. $250 off just by mentioning <laughs> TMA over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. For me, the best plan was the Finasteride, which is the generic form of Propecia, take in the morning every day, super easy, Then a little laser cap. I wear it six minutes a night, making some big, Big, big results for my hair. And Doug got the FUE procedure, and you can see what's done. Yeah, Yeah,
2: mine's more noticeable. The FUEs be more drastic if you have bigger problems. Right. I had bigger problems at Jackson. I had a very thin hairline in front. I lost almost the front half of my hair. And so it was a rather involved procedure. But the whole thing only took, oh, about three, four hours, I guess. And you just sit there, and you watch TV, and you don't really feel a thing, they numb you up real nice. Like I mean, you know, somebody's up there, just like you know a dentist is working on your teeth, but after they numb you up, you don't feel anything. And with this, they don't have their hands in your mouth, which is is nice. So I I sat there and watched TV. They fed me lunch and the whole thing was over, as I said, three or four hours. And uh, they say for about 10% of the people there is a little bit of Bruising, or not, not bruising really, but swelling, swelling. In the forehead. And that's, that's what I had a little bit. I was only one of about 10% that have it. But after a couple of days, that's gone. Then you just put on a baseball hat and you wait it out. And for me, it's been almost seven months now, and you can see these tufts just a dunking on the ball. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Enough, enough wisp the up, <laughs> up there for a bird to make a nest out of. <laughs> it's really come in well. I'm happy. You will be, too. If it's something that's bothered you, don't put it off. You know, you only live once. Get it done. What the heck? And you, it'd be done forever. You, you'll have that hair permanently. That's at St. Louis Hair Restoration.
5: If you are suffering from low energy, low motivation, weight gain, muscle loss, uh, these are symptoms of low testosterone, so that could be the issue. That's when you go to mentality. Low t USA.com, decreased mental acuity, attention span, and stress can cause focus issues on even the most simple tasks, belly fat, feeling bloated, and a lack of lean muscle and tone that used to be easy to get rid of or maintain. Go to Mantality. Mantality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. I got tested out there, very easy procedure, in and out in 20 minutes. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it wasn't fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores the ability to perform normally at all levels. Go to LowTUSA.com. That's Mentality at Low-T-USA.com. Uh, Plowhawk, are you a Mark Chimura guy?
0: I know he's had a really rough... Post NFL loved Mark. He Chimura. went to he
5: went to a prom, didn't he?
0: Yes, and he had the Superman tattoo. Kind of famous for that. Yeah, that was kind of when I first really was introduced to watching Packer football. He went to a prom while he was a Packer player. He had, like I said, a very checkered. I haven't really checked up on him, Doug, in far too long. But he went to a high school prom, he prom high school while he prom. was a was Packer like a player. Twenty-five year old player, I think. Or something. How old was the gal? Eighteen, I hope. I I. I I don't know. I don't think I have any business talking about
5: Mark Chimura. (laughs) But we have sound from him because now he's doing HD1. So he hasn't gotten HD2 yet, but he's doing HD1 at 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee. Yeah, Yeah, And, uh, you know, uh, the Packers are taking on the number one seed 49ers this weekend. And Brock Purdy, here is what his uh, recommendation is.
3: But, Gabe, I go back, and it's little things like this. And the reason we won in 95 when no one gave us a chance in San Francisco is because we intimidated them. I mean, if you – and I always revert to Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons kicked the crap out of Brent Jones. And then it got contagious, and then it carried over. That's why – you guys are going to think I'm crazy. Well, we already thought that, so go ahead. A 15-yard penalty (laughs) – and I don't condone this, but I kind of do in the playoffs. Um, A 15-yard penalty for a late hit on Brock Purdy is not a bad thing as long as it's worth it. I'm just saying, this is the mindset you go into when it's battle, and it's kind of like the reverse of hockey. What don't they do in hockey in the playoffs, Joshie? Shave their beards? That and one other thing. They don't fight. They don't fight. They don't fight. Right. This is kind of like sometimes a fifteen-yard penalty is worth it early in the game if you knock the living crap out of the guy, and then he kind of like sticking your helmet in the ribs of Nick Bosa is like, ah. Oh, but that I'm was hearing both. ghosts. Mm. Oof. I mean. What do I... you say at the end? What?
5: Oh, I thought you. Were, I thought I, I no, stepped I on just, something. No, I
4: just said oof. Oh. This. This. What does oof mean? Oof, like. Boy, I wish you would, I bet you wish he had that pup back.
0: I mean, honestly, and I, I don't condone it, but if this was said when he was playing, it wouldn't be a big issue. I mean, it's all I, mean, I don't see what the big deal is about it. I'm I, I don't honest. really. It's the I, word
4: late, late hit. Late hit is dirty. See, if if
0: is saying
5: put it, but Brock he's not, on the, on, he's not sp- on the team, you know, I mean, he's a sports talk guy, I know he's a former player, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's that big of a deal. I mean, I crapping on your soundbite I just I I thought I was like oh I wonder what happened here that I just don't think it's that big of a deal but maybe is he catching
4: is there there, there backlash yes Richard Sherman was unhappy and I tend to agree with what Sherman was saying he's saying like you don't you can't condone or like be like yeah you should go he didn't say injure Brock Purdy but he said late hit which is not a part of the game no and take a penalty like you don't want to encourage players to like actually hurt other right but he's a
5: talk show host it's different than if he were
4: Oh, yeah, team, yeah, yeah, you definitely, know? definitely. Like, but he's a former player as well. I think there's something to that. Packer Hall of Famer. I don't know. I, I just,
0: I, the NFL to me is going to be a seven-on-seven seven eventually, right? And I'm not, I, I enjoy watching the Packers, but the NFL has just lost its luster. The quarterback cannot get hit, cannot get hurt. You can't, defensive players have to stop midway right after a quarterback, like their momentum can't take them into the quarterback anymore. Yeah. It's, it's,
2: yeah, but, but I, mean, I think they do that because the the game is so
4: inferior when the top quarterbacks aren't out there. And we missed like, like there was three quarters of starting NFL quarterbacks week one and weren't starting by week 12 because they're all injured. They're then just if sitting if ducks that's, back if that's there.
0: what you want. You want your quarterback guaranteed healthy for the entire year in playoffs, they're yeah. making a seven on seven. But that, that's not even happening people, now. You, I mean, you can't touch them. And they're
2: I, still getting hurt. They still get drilled. You can't hit them if they're running and they slide. I'm, I mean, you can't break up a double play anymore. Does that? if is because are too soft just, on I'm, second
0: baseman. It, it helps. If if do, I'm a QB. on fake sliding every time. Either you're getting 25 yards or you're getting a 15-yard penalty. There's no. You can't stop the fake slide because you have to. You have to stop, stop because he's no. about to slide, and then he just stutters right by you. Josh Allen does it all the time. You, you, You have rules for a defender that they really can't even play. I mean, a cornerback, the toughest position in any sport.
2: I think the players got so big and so fast, and it became such a passing-dominated league that the quarterbacks for large portions of the game were just sitting ducks back there by guys who weighed 300 pounds bearing down on them. How could you not get hurt if you get hit 15 or 20 times a game?
5: It's interesting. I did a sound story yesterday with a gentleman who's been coaching for just shy of 50 years. How about that? And I said, so what's the biggest change you've noticed? And I kind of was like, I wonder if it's been parents or whatever. And he goes, how big and strong the players are now versus what I started. And part of that is people focusing on one sport and also, of course, the nutrition and and working mm -hmm. out. It's just a totally different deal. Yeah,
2: evolution. We thought Dan Deardorff, when he came to the football Cardinals in the 70s, was a monster of a man. He was 6'3", 275, not big enough to play today. Yeah. He was as big as anybody in the league. Or, yeah. Now, if you, they start out at 300. In high school, you got 300-pound linemen. In in my day, here we go with my day. In my day, we had offensive linemen weighing, you know, 170, 175 are pounds. Are you kidding me?
5: Yeah.
4: Holy
2: crap. Yeah, not uh, some bigger, but plenty of them weren't much bigger
4: than that. Yeah, I felt like they looked bigger because the pads were massive. Yeah. yeah, maybe. You know, the pads are really small but people now. The guys are, just, are still
0: huge. Yeah. Guys are just enormous now who play the game. What's well, on both sides of the ball is wide receivers are five now, and cornerback can't touch them, and they're 5'10". I just think it's they, they made it too much of an offensive game. Defenses have very little chances. Now you see great defenses. There's a few always great defense, but I don't know. I just... Well, the public
2: loves the game based on the ratings. Oh, absolutely. Games, so I don't think and it's going it, to change. And it
0: is money-driven for sure, Doug. I'm just it, saying the, I don't enjoy watching quarterback basically get... Like, the entire game and just catered completely yeah. to that.
2: But you also don't enjoy it when Patrick Mahomes gets knocked out injured and can't play anymore, mm-hmm. or Josh Allen can't play, or one of the stars, C.J. Stroud, can't. That, that's a big or part of the entertainment value of the game. You can't
0: make $200 million with no risk. I mean, not in football. Like, it, it, you're getting paid to, you know, potentially get injured. I mean, that, that's kind of you, you sign up for that when you're like 8 or 9 years old.
2: I no, but it's, it's largely—you
0: have guys making a ton of money and not like getting touched. But it's—it's like,
2: it's well, an entertainment product. It's a television show and a live entertainment product. And if you don't have the stars out there, it's not as entertaining. Doug, I'm with you 100.
0: Just make it flag football. Make it seven on seven. No,
2: uh, no, I'm saying it doesn't have to be. They've done the best they can to protect the people that make the game as entertaining as it is. It's not the offensive linemen that make it that entertaining. It's the guys throwing the 60-yard bombs to the wide receivers.
0: Again, 7-on-7. Seven seven. That's what a 7-on-7 seven seven, No, you just explained what a 7-on-7 seven seven is. No offensive linemen, just wide receiver and tight ends.
2: But we still want to see him tackled. We don't want to see him hurt. Okay. It's like NASCAR. You want to see the crashes. You don't want to see the guys maimed. But the crashes is part of the excitement of it all
0: right? Yeah. I mean we're going to disagree but I understand what you're saying. Plus we're I would sure. agree
4: with you if that like injuries went down, but injuries are still through the roof in the NFL so like even the rule changes aren't changing that much. Like people are still getting hurt a lot.
0: Well, if that's the case, then make it a seven on seven. I, I that's my whole point. Like if you're so worried about ratings and not getting the guy to get hurt, I mean they're eventually going to get hurt. So if you want if that's what you want in the end of the day, you should make it to where the quarterback can't get hit inside the pocket at all.
2: Well, I don't know. There are people that thought uh, not being able to run over the catcher in baseball and break up a double play was going to change the game forever. It hasn't. Has anybody
0: missed that? Mm
2: -mm. Nobody misses that. And now you don't have second basemen getting their legs broken and
0: catchers getting concussions. And And that's a great rule change. I'm not saying all rule changes are bad. That was a great one. That Buster Posey video was tough.
2: Well, uh, there is a. There's a, a a big line between 7 on 7 touch football and where they are now. Yeah. There's a lot of room there to I think
0: manipulate. they're getting closer to it than what they were 20 years ago. Like they're closer to 7 on 7 than real tackle football.
2: The pro right bowl be, the pro bowl became 7 on 7. That that became a joke. <laughs>
0: that is But hell. you don't want to see that. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying I don't want to see it. I'm saying if that's what that's the NFL But that's what seven on football is, kind no, of. I'm not saying what I want. I'm saying what the NFL execs and what yeah. they, like they're like. they obviously wanting to make money and appeal to a fan base, that's what they want. I, I like hard-hitting football. I like grinding it and running. You know, I, I like that sort of stuff.
3: Yeah.
5: Uh, you can give your thoughts. Jeff Lottman, text inbox, 314-881-TMA5, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com if you're looking to buy or sell your home, Jeff Lottman, Compass Realty sponsor of the text inbox, design air heating and cooling. Sponsor of our email today, the morning after at insidestl.com. We close out the Munganess, St. Louis Acura and Munginass Burkhardt Alton Toyota seven o'clock hour. This is the morning after. Presented to you by Brown and Croup.